Hello and welcome. This is Mr. John's Reads. Today we're going to be reading Charlotte's Web by E.B. White, Chapter 1, Before Breakfast. Where's Paul going with that axe? said Fern to her mother as they were sitting at the breakfast table. Out to the hog house, replied Mrs. Arborough. Some pigs were born last night, and I don't, I don't see why Dad needs that axe, continued Fern, who was only eight. Well, said her mother, one of the pigs is a runt. It's very small and weak, and it'll never amount to anything, so your father's decided to do away with it. Do away with it, screeched Fern. You mean kill it? Just because it's smaller than the others? Mrs. Arborough put a pitcher of cream on the table. Don't yell, Fern, she said. Your father's right. The pig would probably die anyway. Fern pushed a chair out of the way and ran outdoors. The grass was wet and the earth smelled of springtime. Fern's sneakers were sopping by the time she caught up to her father. Please don't kill it, she sobbed. It's unfair. Mr. Arborough had stopped walking. Fern, he said gently, you'll have to learn to control yourself. Control your, myself, yelled Fern. This is a matter of life and death, and you're talking about controlling myself? Tears ran down her cheeks, and she took hold of the axe and tried to pull it out of her father's hands. Fern, said Mr. Arborough, I know more about raising a litter of pigs than you do. A weakling makes trouble. Now run along. It's unfair, cried Fern. The pig couldn't help being born small, could it? What if I'd been born very small at birth? Would you have killed me? Mr. Arborough smiled. Certainly not, he said, looking down at his daughter with love. But this is different. A little girl is one thing. A little runny pig is another. I see no difference, replied Fern, still hanging on to the axe. This is the most terrible case of injustice I've ever heard of. A queer look came over John Arborough's face. He seemed almost ready to cry himself. All right, he said. You go back into the house, and I'll bring the runt when I come in. I'll let you start it on a bottle like a baby. Then you'll see what trouble a pig can be. When Mr. Arborough returned to the house, half an hour later, he carried, <clears throat> he carried a carton under his arm. Fern was upstairs changing her sneakers. The kitchen table was set for breakfast, and the room smelled of coffee, bacon, damp plaster, and wood smoke from the stove. Put it in the chair, said Mrs. Arborough. Mr. Arborough set the carton down at Fern's place. Then he walked to the sink and washed his hands and dried them on a roll, on a roll towel. Fern came slowly downstairs. Her eyes were red from crying. As she approached her chair, the carton wobbled, and there was a screeching noise. Fern looked at her father, then she lifted the lid of the carton. There inside, looking up at her, was a newborn pig. It was a white it was a white one. The morning lit stone through stone the morning light stone through sorry, the morning light stone through its ears, running running turning them pink. He's yours, said Mr. Arborough, saved from the untimely death, and may the good Lord forgive me for this foolishness. Fern couldn't take her eyes off the pig. Oh, she whispered. Oh, look at him. He's absolutely perfect. She closed the carton carefully. First, she kissed her father. Then she kissed her mother. 
Then she opened the lid again, lifted out the pig, and held it against her cheek. At this moment, her brother Avery came into the room. Avery was ten. He was heavily armed with an air rifle in one hand and a wooden dagger in the other. What's that? he demanded. What's Fern got? She's got a guest for breakfast, said She's got a guest for breakfast, said Mrs. Arborough. Wash your hands, Avery. Let's see it, said Avery, setting his gun down. You call that miserable thing a pig? That's fine. That fine specimen of a pig is no bigger than a white rat. Wash up and eat your breakfast, Avery, said his mother. The school bus will be here in a half an hour. Can I have a pig, too? asked Avery. No. I only I only distribute pigs to early risers, and Mr. and Mr. said Mr. Arborough. Fern was up at daylight trying to rid the world of injustice. As a result, she now has a pig, a small one to be sure, but nevertheless a pig. It just shows what can happen if a person gets out of bed promptly. Let's eat. But Fern couldn't eat until her pig had 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 a drink of milk. Mrs. Arborough found a bottle nursing a baby's nursing bottle and a rubber nipple. She poured warm milk into the bottle, fitted the nipple over the top, and handed it to Fern. Give him breakfast, she said. A minute later, Fern was seated in, on the floor in the corner of the kitchen with her infant between her, her knees, teaching it to suck from a bottle. The pig, although tiny, had a good appetite and caught on quickly. The school bus honked a horn from the road. Run, commanded Mrs. Arborough, taking the pig from Fern and slipping a donut into her hand. Avery grabbed his gun and another donut. The children ran out to the road and climbed into the bus. Fern took no notice of the others on the bus. She just sat and stared out the window, thinking what a blissful world it was and how lucky she was to have, to have, enti uh, to have entire charge of a pig. By the time the bus reached school, Fern had named her pet, selecting the most beautiful name she could think of. Its name is Wilbur, she whispered to herself. She was still thinking about the pig when the teacher said, Fern, what is the capital of Pennsylvania? Wilbur, replied Fern, dreamingly. The pupils giggled and Fern blushed. That's the end of chapter one. Thank you for listening to Mr. John's Reads. We'll have chapter two posted shortly.